The life of a striker is just like you do one thing and it can like change the game. Yeah. And me, Chris, we were actually talking about yesterday because there's like this photo of me and it looks like I'm like after the goal I scored in extra time. It looks like I'm like, oh, I'm a bowler. Like I did that. But I said to Christy, I was just like, thank God. <laughs> like, thank God. Like, I was like, and then I like ran to the side and everyone was like, you like didn't celebrate. I was like, yeah, because I was just like, oh God, thank God. Like that's over. Like I can just like, I just like got everyone in and I was like, we just need to defend. Yeah, like there's, there's no more of that, and everyone's like, "Would you have taken a penalty?" I was like, "That's why I scored because there's no way." I'll <laughs> no. <take> a <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay, it is it's my turn. turn. Welcome back, everybody. This is Lou Williams, and this is Sam Lewis, and this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis, and this is Snacks, where we talk about some personal stuff, some soccer stuff, some real stuff, and some fun stuff. So, Lynn, so Lynn, what's new? Well, we had Snacks Day. Oh, my goodness. We did have Snacks Day. And I think it was a huge hit. I do, too. I, well, one, so everybody, we are... Kansas City Current team very kindly <laughs> celebrated Snacks Day at our game on Monday where it was just basically snacks themed and highlighted and so super fun. Yep. Lynn and I had to go down on the field while the team was warming up and do an interview and they were playing videos of us on the Jumbotron and we were so embarrassed. We were blocking our faces because the team was warming up and our faces and voices were screeching over the intercom. I know. And then I looked up and there was a picture of us shoved into the same shirt. I know. I think that like when we're doing stuff like that, like shoving ourselves into the same 2XL t-shirt and being like, look, we're wearing the same shirt. I think that we're so funny. But and then, then we look I back. Have to yeah. see it back... Like, in the real cold world, I'm like, oh, my God, we're so embarrassing. <laughs> the real cold world. <laughs> I know. I was a little embarrassed, too, but I think people liked it. Um, it was so fun. Uh, we got to throw out some hats to people. We got to talk. Oh, hello, Mr. Finn. He is barking up a little storm out there. He, he... Finn. 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 We're going to need you to simmer down now. We're on audio. Thank you. Oh. Didn't work. Finn. Mr. Finn. Mr. Finn. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Mr. Finn. He can sense me. Give me a second. Let me me go get him. I don't know what he's freaking out about. Give me two seconds. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, everybody. The unprofessionalism reaches no bounds. Yeah. That wasn't the expression that I was going for, but it's whatever. <laughs> Proceed, Lynn, with your snacks day summary. Um, well, I said we got to throw out some hats to some fans. Um, there were some cute kids out there. Um, we talked at an event with um, Angie and Chris Long and Brittany Holmes, which was very exciting. Um, me and Sam were asked to talk at this event, and we thought, 
that it was going to be 10 people in a room and we got there and it was like a hundred people staring at us. So that was fun. Well, they were like, it's a VIP event. So I was like, how many VIPs are here? And then apparently a lot, lot. (laughs) apparently a lot. Um, but it was fun. I wish we could have been there at halftime to get more involved, but obviously we had to be with our team. Um, and speaking of team, we got our first win on snacks day. We got our first regular season win. Oh yeah. Snacks day. Oh yeah. Go current. Go current. Um, I just wanted to say one of my favorite part about one of my favorite parts about the game is when they do the chants and I get to chant along. What's your favorite (laughs) chant, Lynn? What is it? What is it? We, we want, want another, another one. one, just like the other one. We we want want two. That's my favorite chant. I so know. keep that up. Keep that up, Blue Crew. Lynn loves it. Um. Okay. What's up with you? Well, we have not talked about the Iron District yet, and I just needed to give my oh, yeah. rave review publicly on the podcast. I know we posted about it on Instagram, but somebody told us to go to the Iron District. I was like, I don't know what that is. Sure, I guess we're bored. We're going to look it up. We're going to figure it out. We're going to go. Me and Lynn and Marley went to the Iron District. When I tell you guys that I had a perfect experience, (laughs) I had good music. Shout out to the live music performer who I am obsessed with. Good people interactions. Shout out to the bartender who made a hilarious joke, who I love. Shout out to the food. Shout out to the vibes. Shout out to Lynn and Marley. Shout out to the shopping. Now shopping? What the heck? This shout out to the the tables that we sat at, the lights overhead, the ambiance, the weather. I had a literal perfect 10 out of 10 time at the Iron District. I will be going back. I will be modeling the rest of my life after recreating this vibe. I loved wow. it. I literally loved it. Tell I know me about your time. The Iron District was amazing. The food was incredible. Um, the the man, the bartender, he was from Ireland. He was incredible. He was just so personable and like yeah, was connecting and making jokes. Well, the, the best, I, I already told Pat this story, so I'm just going to tell the okay, snacks listeners yeah. as well. He, we were up there, we were chit-chatting with him, we were getting some drinks, and he goes, he, we noticed he had an Irish accent, and so Marley was just chatting him up, being like, where are you from? Uh, and then we go, well, what brought you to Kansas City? He's been here for 10 years, and he goes, aren't we all just chasing a woman? And <laughs> I just thought that that was the coolest, funniest answer. I know it was, like, true. But it was just, I just like fell in love with him. I was like, dude, uh, you know. Yeah, because that's exactly why our guys are here. I know. I just loved it. It was such a cool answer. Loved him. We got tacos. But you know who you actually did love was the The singer. Yes. Yeah. What's his name? What's his name? His name was Ben. I did. He was playing Harry Styles, Sublime, Kanye, himself on guitar singing playing guitar i know how long we were were we there for we were probably there for like two hours and he like didn't stop the whole time no he was you guys he was so good 
I went up there like a dad and I shook this kid's hand and I said, Hey, I'm Sam. I think you're doing a great job up here, Ben. And I just wanted you to know that I would hire you for an event. How, where can I see you next? I think you're doing incredible. Followed him on Instagram. I legit was obsessed with this musician. He was so good. And I was singing along with everything. Applauded after oh, every song. I know. I know you were like, I'm going to go tip him. And then another song came on. Another song came on. And you were like, I'm going to go tip him again. And then you know. another sing- song came on. And same thing. And I was like, Sam, you got to stop giving this man all your money. I know. He was so great. So if you guys have not been to the Iron District, even if you're not from Kansas City, honestly, you should fly here. Go. And then go back to wherever you came from. It legit was awesome. It was so amazing. Amazing. I know we got to go on like a perfect night too. Like the weather was amazing. I know it was, it was good. We'll be back for we'll sure. Be back. Another thing that we've been doing. Can we say is, this Lynn? Yes. We've been learning golf. Is that the saying? For me, it is. <laughs> we've been learning golf. We've been trying to swing a golf, golf club clubs. and make cocktail, make contact with the golf ball. Is what we've make been doing. cocktails with the golf ball. Hey. Okay. We have <laughs> yes. We've been to top. I have been personally been to Top Golf now two times, and I've been to the driving range one time, and I have a lesson planned with a teacher. I'm thrilled. Golf is going to become my new hobby, my new pastime. I think. Y- yeah, me, Sam, and Riley also went to the golfing range. <laughs> the golfing range. What is called? Lynn- what is called? I think it's called the driving range. Oh. Lynn uh, is like operating off of zero sleep. She's about to explain why, but she's a, she's a little sleepy today. Um, the driving range where you go golfing and the setup was me and then Marley in between me and Sam. So Sam was like behind Marley. And every time she went to go hit the golf ball, she would hit it and it would shoot out and just hit Marley in the back. And it was so funny. I think that's what they call a shank. Yeah, or a I slice. would say we've heard slices are bad, but if you hook it, it's fine. That is from we're, Maddie we're learning. We're learning, and yeah, we're then gonna, we're gonna we're committed. We're yeah, committed. then we're gonna go on nine holes. Maybe we should start with one hole, but then we're gonna do a nine holes and see how we do. Yeah, we're gonna see how we do. Um, in other news, The gang is all back together. We haven't done much yet. Pat's back. Finn's back. Marley's here. We've got a little five, five man team going. Yeah. I'm having a great time. We, after the game, we did go to the pool and have a great time and just hang out um, with some teammates. And that was really fun. I felt like we haven't, well, Marley hasn't been here in four years. So the four of us haven't been together in a very long time. Um, And Marley and Pat were just talking it up, having a bro time. Yeah, they sure were. We were reminiscing. We always reminisce whenever I see Marley on the time that Marley and I, I think we told you guys about this, went to see Kevin Hart together on a little date because Lynn was out of town and she had already bought the tickets. So me and Marley went and we were both injured with our (laughs) knees and these two six foot something people were squeezed into these little tiny seats being so uncomfortable with their injured knees. It was terrible. But it was also a very fun, very fun time. And then, Lynn, why don't you – this is just such a random intro, but why don't you tell us about your trip to New York? I, I feel like this is so chaotic. Like, yeah, are you're we good? Are like we? You're, you're 
talking so much and I'm like mute. So like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I, I literally didn't even realize that. Uh, it's fine. Um, well, me and Marley went to New York. Um, I went to New York for Global Running Day with Nike and Just Women Sports. They had a little partnership. Um, so we made a trip out of it. We went in the morning on the 31st and got to hang out with one of Marley's best friends and his fiance um, the whole day. And I walked like 20,000 steps. My feet were killing me. My hamstring, like the muscle itself has never been more sore. So I think that was good. Um, and then the next day woke up, went to the event. It was amazing. Got to be on the panel with a thing, um, a thing Moo, which is a human being, an 800 meter runner, um, who is 19 and has broken like so many 800 meter records from years and years and years ago. And she's a gold medalist. Anyways, I was inspired by her. She's 19 years old. Um, and then after we were on the panel, um, it was like a hundred women went out into Central Park and ran a 5k. Um, and then me and Marley went and explored New York a little bit more, which was so fun. But then on the way back, and that's why I'm so tired on the way back, our flight was supposed to leave at eight and then it got delayed till nine. And then we got on the plane and then we sat on the tarmac for three hours and then we deplaned. And then oh, no. we got back on the plane. So I got home at 4 a.m. And then I was up this morning for treatment at 6.50. So here and I now, am. And right now it is 6.16. So you need to go to sleep soon. I do. But you know what I kept telling myself this morning? I go, new moms can do this so I can do this. New moms don't get any sleep because they got babies. And I could do this for one day. That might be a weird thought, but that's what I kept thinking. It, it is a weird thought, but I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. People do hard stuff all the time. Yeah, so I'll just sleep a little bit earlier tonight, but I'll be fine. And we're yeah. going to watch a Celtics game. I know. We're excited about that. I know. Same. Okay, so last episode, we this part of the podcast where we transitioned from this to the interview was very goofy. <laughs> I'm feeling goofy now. Uh, yes, I am as well. So, everybody, this is very important. Don't change a thing. The interview don't, is coming. Don't stop listening. Here you go. Here she is. The incredible... Sam May Kerr. Okay, I think I think we're about to reintroduce her. Let's. We are so excited to bring on today's guest. We didn't write an intro for her. Chelsea Forward, Australia Forward, Player of the Year. Player of the year of every organization in the world. It's top goal scorer in all the leagues. Fun-loving Finn's auntie, Samantha May. Kerr! Welcome to the show! <laughs> Thanks. I'm so excited to finally be on. I know. We had a little bit of a scheduling snafu last time we tried to schedule Samantha May, where I texted her wrong phone like three times in the days leading up to our old schedule. And then she thought we didn't want her on the podcast anymore. 
I got I got Snack. written off by snack. And now I've noticed you just text Christy when you need to text me. Well, I have two numbers for you on my phone, and I feel like I always text the wrong one. I have SK Global, which is her number that she uses when she's not in Europe. And then I have SK UK, which is her Europe number. But it's it's confusing. It's, it's really not, not that, that confusing. confusing. It's not at all. I know. Oh. She, text, she text Christy the other day, what's Sam's email? I'm like, she knows I have a phone. She's like, you don't reply. I was like, I do. <laughs> Just text the right one. How Sam, what's it like dealing with two Mua sisters now? It's good. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> over Christmas, it was hilarious when like everything was, we were all living in the same house. I know. But Christy says you're the crazy one. And I live with, well, most of the time when I'm with her, I'm like, you are crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're crazy in different ways. Yeah. But yeah, do you think sometimes. Do you, do you think they're like similar? Yeah, they are similar. But Christy always makes fun of Sam for like being, having her like little ticks about like organization and like things like that. But Christy's like the exact opposite. Like, <laughs> we literally will sit on the couch and she'll be like, what are we doing for dinner tomorrow? And I'm like, who cares? We'll just decide 20 minutes later. Do you want to, do you know what we're doing for dinner? I'm like, just leave me alone. She like <laughs> needs to have everything planned. It's like, she's the same as Sam like that. But I doesn't. know, but she acts like she's not like that. Oh, she's like, you're just so relaxed. I'm like, no, you need to relax. Like, it doesn't matter what we do. We do. We both do need to relax. We okay. Need to figure that, we need to figure that out. So I have a question for you, Sam. I asked Christy the same question. And we need to know your answer. So mm -hmm. if you and Christy were to get married, will you be taking the Mewis name? And then how will we be telling you, Samantha June, and you, Samantha May, apart? We'll be calling you May and June? What's the deal? <laughs> I actually heard this. I listened to the one you did. <laughs> we, we laughed about this. Because also a lot of people say that our relationship name is Sam Mewis. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Christy it's so funny. funny. <laughs> I think it's um, so funny. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't spoke about it, but I think like we're both like who we are. So maybe we'll just keep our, our last names and go along with the semi May and semi June. I, I kind of like that. I mm. love it. I call her SK, which I like that. Your I mom feel... calls me Samantha May. Oh, she texted me the other day. Your mom's uh -huh. like, oh, Samantha May. That's cute. It's just so hilarious. Like, I literally, I hope everybody <laughs> knows this. Like, Sam Kerr is dating my sister and her Sam's middle name is May and my middle name is June. Like it's so <laughs> crazy. But but I think it's even crazier. Aren't you born on the 10th of the 9th? Oh my god, yes. I forgot <laughs> so about this. So no. she's born on the oh, yeah. you're born on the 10th of the 9th and in Australia we say the date's backwards. So I'm also born on the 10th of the 9th. Well, I no, I'm born on the 9th of the 10th. Uh, yeah. I yeah, but I'm I know what you're saying. September 10th. And October 9th. So it's 10, 9, yeah. and 9, 10. It's like, you can't wow. make this stuff yeah, up. Yeah, but you guys. we say it the same way. Don't you I... say 9, 10? Yeah. We would say, we... yeah, we yeah. would say 10, 9 for me and 9, 10 for you. Yeah, no. but in Australia, we say 9, we say the opposite the to you. The so we're the same. The... Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, I do always get confused when uh, Christy will be talking about you, Sam. See, I'm doing it. SK and I'm like I'm like okay we're talking about Sam Mewis blah 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 your sister and then all of a sudden I'm like no we're not no we are not talking 
I know. <laughs> I know that I know. happens all the time. <laughs> it's crazy, but I love it. I'm here for it. Um, Sam, speaking of Christmas, when we were all home at my house in Boston, do you miss Finn? Oh, I love Finn. Christy's asked me for a dog every day since then. She's like, let's get a Finn. I'm like, no, we're not getting a dog until like we live together. And she's like, but do you reckon we could get a Finn? I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I want Finn to have a, what would it be? His cousin? Cousin, <gasps> yeah. But it's just like not, like I have a cat already and like I have to put her in the cattery. Like, what are we going to do with the dog? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's smart. A good point. Can you tell us, uh, just so the audience knows, we don't have a great uh, organization for this episode. So we're just going to riff. Um, can you tell us about Helen? Yeah, so I actually got Helen when I lived in Chicago. I adopted her from Bourne. And like, I was like, not, I'm not a cat person. And everyone laughs when I say that. But yeah, pretty much adopted her, fell in love with her. And then I was leaving and I was like, I can't send her back to the Cat Haven. So I flew her to London and now she's... But it actually worked out perfect because like COVID hit and she ended up being like my lifesaver, like having a... Like I was in lockdown for like 10 months, just me and her. So we raged. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, that's cute. Well, I guess Finn kind of already has a cousin then. It's just a cat cousin. Yeah. Does Finn like cats? I don't know. Does Helen like dogs? I've never seen one. Helen hates cats, loves dogs. Perfect. Oh my God. I want Helen to come to my house. Yes. No, for sure. When, I mean, cats live forever. So like if I ever come back to the US, like. She'll be coming back. So. Finn's going to live forever, too. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously. Um, Sam, you also, when we recorded this, you just got back from Barcelona. How yeah. was that? Uh, yeah, it was amazing. My first time going to Barca. Um, the Formula One was, like, incredible. I don't know if you guys watch Drive to Survive or anything. Like, I only really got into it when Drive to Survive came on. And, like, the sport is crazy. Like, so much goes into it. Like, you think, like, these guys just get in a car and, like, speed around the track. It's, like, so much more than that. Just awesome to see it close up. Yeah, it looked so sick. I keep telling Sam she needs to watch the show because I got into it and I just went through it like that. Sam, you haven't watched it? Well, I've seen some episodes because Pat watched it. So I've, like, seen it on the side. But I haven't sat down and watched it start to finish myself. But maybe I should. I do need a new show. Christy hasn't watched it either. I've told her, like, she watches, like, Emily in Paris for, like, the 17th time in a row. Yeah, yeah. I, that's another similarity we have. <laughs> um, Sam, Marley went to the F1 in Australia, and he was, like, it was the best thing that he's ever done, so. Yeah. It's, like, a mix between, like, watching sport and, like, networking and, like, partying. Mm. It's, like, the most, yeah, it's, it's, there- it's actually cool. Like, you, like, watch the race on TV because it goes so fast. Like, you can't even, like record or anything with the cars because they're going like 300 kilometers so it's like oh whatever he's doing miles but they it's like insane they're like savages too those guys oh yeah oh yeah and it's like a team but you also like compete with your team so like it's a really weird like you know what I mean it's really weird like in the race on the weekend like they made the guy who was coming first give up his first position for his teammate and like he had to do it, but he was like coming first. And I'm like, I would never be able to do that. Like, it's just a different way of like sport. I know. Yeah. Like, there's so like two, there will be like two Red Bull cars, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, like 10 they kind teams. of work together. 
but they're also like just both racing. Yeah, because yeah. is it isn't it? It's ten teams, and each team only has two seats, and then mm-hmm. like the top eight places get points. So like you're trying to get two cars over to get the points, yeah. but at the same time, like that person's your direct competition because they're the one who has the exact same car as you. I think there's twenty cars, ten places, but it's like that. Yeah. Whatever. So like there's like an individual championship and a team championship. So like the individual is oh. more important, but they want to win the team too. So it's like. It's just interesting, like, watching them. Because sometimes, like, the first driver, he, like, won't be able to win the race, but he'll slow down to, like, make everyone, the other driver be able to catch up. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. Isn't it also, like, when the way you start is, like, almost always the way you finish? Like, if you have a good start, you're going to win the race? Yeah. Do you crash? Yeah, qualifying is important. But, like, the guy who was winning at Barcelona, he was in front by, like, 17 seconds, and his engine just died. So he just had he just retired, like he just, he's done. So it's crazy. There's so much more that goes into it than being a good driver. Wow. This is now you an F1 go. podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go so bad. I want to go to Monaco. Yeah, that's that, this weekend. I, right well, now. Yeah, I'll have to stop playing soccer to go. Well, we can, wait, let's wait, go someday, Lynn. So when um, when me and Pat got home for the first time, when we were, had been in Manchester, like, all fall, we went home for Christmas. And the first thing we got home, like, we had Finn, who flew back with us. We had been flying. And then Brandon picked us up in New York because we had to fly back to New York. It was, like, COVID, so there weren't a lot of flights, whatever. Mm-hmm. We got we get home. First thing we do is we run up the stairs. We both crack a LaCroix and go like this and chug, like, half of it. And we're like, ah. Look, Rory, we missed it so much. So now every time Sam comes back to, you know, to the U.S., she does the same thing. It's just so funny because the video, you were, like, crawling up the stairs. You're like, ah. Oh, Rory. <laughs> they, they don't have, have it there. there no. No, they have, like, the little, you know, like, the little, are they little San Pellegrino cans? They're not the same. It's not, it's just not a LaCroix, you mm. know? Yeah. No. Do I? Do I? Man. Sam, what's your favorite LaCroix flavor? Uh, this one, lime. Me too. Classic. Same. You guys and Pat, just plain lime Simple people. Heads. What do you like? Lemoncello, baby. Oh, no, I don't like that one. Too sweet. I know, Sam. It's like so shocking that you like that because you don't like anything sweet. Stop doing that. Put your hands down. <laughs> That you like, you don't like anything sweet, and then you like limoncello. Uh, you guys, I mean, it's, it's just so good. It tastes like cream soda. Actually, now that I'm doing this, I have a funny story. It's it's embarrassing, and it just happened to me, and it's like a mystery. I don't know what happened. Do you guys want to hear it? Yes. Go on. Okay. So I was just on the trip with the team in in LA and Seattle, and before the Seattle game, I was doing my workout on the field, um, like before the team went out to warm up. Mm-hmm. So there was no fans out there. It was like three hours before the game. But some mystery person, and I thought it was Pino, was at the top. And somebody, they yelled down something to the stadium. Naturally, I think they're talking to me. I think it's Pino. <laughs> so I look up and I go like this and I just keep doing my workout. But the whole like Seattle team was running on the other half of the field. Like the the girls who like weren't dressing were also doing their workout for the game. 
I saw Pino after the game. The person who yelled, I think, had on like a gray top. Pino had on a blue top. And Pino didn't say anything about it. And then I also asked Rose, like, who would have been up there? And she was like, I have no idea. So, like, I literally went like this to who knows. And they probably weren't even even talking to me. And I'm, like, literally so embarrassed about it. Their lucky day. Sam, you was doing this. Well, they were probably like, why the fuck? (laughs) Why did she? (laughs) Why? Why did she think we were talking to her? But all right, we're gonna move on from that okay. weird story. Um, Sam, in your notes, you have your season with Chelsea and your success. So, can you talk about your that season? Was, those are my notes. My Wait, notes, Sam. Sam Mewis has that in her notes. So, Sam, Kirk, well, can you please a, let me formulate my question? Sam, you played for Chelsea this season. You had such a so many successes, both individually and as a team. Can you just talk us through like a little bit of the season? Like I know you guys just recently won the FA Cup. Um, how was it overall? Congrats! And how was it as a team? Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was actually a really weird season. Like obviously the end on a high was like awesome, but like as you guys both know, so much more goes into the season than just like the last two games. But oh, sorry, it was um, yeah, it was actually like. Sounds like cliche, but it was like a roller coaster. Like we won, we lost the first game of the season against Arsenal, and I think from that that moment on, like I don't know how, but we like ran the whole season as the underdog because like we were like chasing, even though we like had won the last two leagues. So it was like this weird situation that like we'd never really been in, and because of like COVID, we ended up being like three games behind in hand. So they were like eight points in front of us. So it was like the whole year, it was like this crazy crazy I don't know like um situation but it ended up working out but it was tough this year like it was really tough the league's getting better over there um it's like feels like it's getting like longer too I don't know if the year before maybe because I signed halfway through but it was like long hard so to finish like Christy will like vouch for this like the last like three weeks of the season I like didn't sleep I was so stressed like you know like when you like really want something to go well you've worked like 10 months and if like you mess up it could like be gone like that so like I did not like I was so stressed like not normally like in the day but like I couldn't sleep at night I was like having night like crazy nightmares just because I meant so much so like after that game in the FA Cup final was just like the biggest relief like oh my god we did it like you know just like so nice to finish the season like that because otherwise it just would have been all for nothing yeah I mean I feel like when you said you're the underdogs me and Sam can relate to that like even though you're on top sometimes you do feel like you're the underdog and like you have to chase something and Mm -hmm. I feel like if you can change your mentality to that you almost it like means more because you're like I we came from behind we've done all these things then being at the top sometimes it's it's not not necessarily like easy to be at the top but you like forget sometimes like of all the hard work that like goes into it so coming from behind and like having to chase something for me at least as a player I those are the times where I'm I'm always like wow we've done something we it's like a a cooler story in my opinion yeah yeah I think we like experienced both this year too and like I definitely enjoyed chasing more than I did being like the chase 
but we were the chase for only like a short period of time. But like when you're like the underdog, you like have this, like, I mean, you guys know, you just like have this like dog mentality where you just like get stuff done. And then when you're at the top, it's kind of like, oh God, like you don't want to slip up. So it like change, like your mentality changes. I know. I think even individual, like as a team, I totally agree. I think Lynn and I definitely experienced that. And I think even individually, sometimes like if you've recently had success or like won something big or have been doing really well, reaching your goals, whatever, it's nice also to individually tell yourself this story. Like, no, so-and-so is coming from my spot. So-and-so doesn't think I'm good. And when I train at home with my trainer, Walter, I feel like he always has that little like voice in my ear. That's like, don't get so up there that you like, don't do the little things like so-and-so is out here working just as hard. And it's always this good reminder that like you want to be climbing and like trying to catch somebody, not, not trying to like ward off people from catching you. You know, it's like a different like motivation. For sure. It's so different. And like, yeah I don't know what one I I guess obviously you enjoy I enjoyed being the underdog more but there's like pros and cons to both so yeah Yeah. it's mad it surprised me when you said you were stressed because I like we talked about a little bit earlier like you strike me as somebody who is so relaxed I think it's obvious that it just means so much to you but what like if you could go back and do those three weeks again like would you try to like do anything differently mentally to like help yourself or do you think it was just that was where you needed to be in order to like perform at the level you did uh no I think I wouldn't change anything other than the last day against Man United um I like don't get stressed that often but I think like this year was like just so different like it meant so much and like when you have your rivals like Arsenal right there I think it's like even worse like we didn't want to lose we didn't want to we wanted to win but we also didn't want Arsenal to win even more. So it was like this like competitiveness. And I think for me, the only thing, like I think I needed to be there. Like I just like raged the last three weeks. Yeah, you um, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but the, la- the the day of the Man United game, like it was like a 12, at 12 p.m. kickoff. And like I woke up and I, I struggled to eat breakfast on any day. And like I literally went into the game eating like a piece of toast and a boiled egg. I literally couldn't eat anything. <laughs> and like I feel like I'd played the game over in my head for like the first forty five minutes. I like felt like I'd played like hundred and twenty minutes. I like couldn't run. I like couldn't move and I was just like shocked. I was just like, Oh my god, like I'm playing this game not to lose pretty much. Mm. And then like at half time, like our coach just like snapped it out of us. But like that's the only thing like the the few hours before the game, I was so nervous. Like, the most nervous I've probably ever been for a club match. And I just, like, let it get the better of me. So Our whole do, team kind of played like that, though. Do you get nervous for international games ever? No, that's the thing. Like, I think, like, I do, of course, like, sometimes. But, like, I get nervous for, like, lots of games. But, like, in a way that's, like, anxious. I just want to start. Like, I'm, like, mm. excited. Whereas this, like, drowned me this was like, I don't want to lose. Like, this was like, I could, yeah. I could screw everything up today. So it was like a bad nervous. Whereas like, I think nerves are good. It like shows you care. Mm. But like this time it was like, I felt sick. Like I was like, oh God. So yeah. if you like, if you ever found yourself in that position again, what would you do? Like, I know you said you would do things yeah. differently, but like, what would you do? I don't know because it's really hard because it's like a sickness. It's like, you know, like, 
you know, when you've like, you've been nervous before, it's like you really try and forget about it, but it's really hard not to. Like, my heart was like racing, and I never get like that. And it's like, that's probably why I felt tired, but in the first half. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's really hard to like get in that, like, maybe like meditate or something. I've never meditated, but like, it was like, it was like intense. Like, like force food down there. First, yeah, force oh, food down your I gullet. Know. I know exactly the feel you're talking about and you like literally gag when you try to eat. Like you yeah. can't, you're just like uh, ill. Ugh. I was like putting salt on the egg to try and like, oh, make it better. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, there's this like song lyric that this is reminding me of about like how, not that, not that you need to do this, Sam, like you don't change a thing. Literally what you're doing is <laughs> working out fine. But I think it applies to me a lot in that, like, if you kind of, like, water your lawn daily, you'll never have, like, a fire to put out. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. So it's, like, if if you have the the ability, like, every day to kind of, like, handle nerves and handle stress and, like, do self-care or do, like, mental prep or whatever it is, then, like, maybe less often you'll have these, like, explosions of nerves. Um and I feel like in, in what I'm going through right now, like emotionally, I've found that if I'm taking good care of myself, like mentally, I don't have as many like ups and downs. But if I don't and I just like leave it for a week, then I have like a really bad day. So it's almost mm-hmm. like this idea that doing it every day for a long time is like caring for your lawn. But then if you don't, it'll just be like a disaster and like a fire will start. Mm-hmm. yeah it's weird though because like I feel like I do do that and I never really get nervous so like honestly that day that day was like a bit of a shock to me like I was like yeah. what's going on like I was like I was like shocked and like it sounds like it's weird like normally before the game I speak to Christy and my mind's like off like off topic of football whereas this morning she was asleep so I was literally like sitting at the <laughs> game and I was like wake up wake up wake up <laughs> I was like sitting at the change in the change room like are we gonna win like I kept saying to people like do you think we're gonna win and they're like yeah like why why don't you and I was like I don't know like <laughs> just spreading her doubt then- around the locker room <laughs> thanks <laughs> but then the second half like I came in at half time and I literally was like shocked and my coach was like okay that was the worst like performance let's just clean like everyone she you got can't do any with- worse than that <laughs> Yeah, she was like, it could only get better. And then the second half, I went out there and I was literally like, we just need one goal. And I think that like little bit of motivation, like just one goal, because we we obviously needed the two, but then we got the goal within like 90 seconds and it was just like, okay, now we're cool. Oh, like, yeah. We and then, it's, and then it's like so much easier. Yeah. yeah. I feel like sometimes when I am nervous too, like I almost like forget to breathe. And so I actively have to tell myself, like, take a deep breath because you're right. Like you feel exhausted. And I'm like, there's no way I can ever like run anymore. And and I know Mm -hmm. I'm fit, but because you're like so worked up, you're like, I'm exhausted. And so for for me, I'm just like, take a deep breath. Jesus. Yeah. But your heart's racing. So it's like hard to take a deep breath. You're like, (laughs) no, I know. So like, if you could, (laughs) (laughs) so I like, just like, I feel like if you like actively tell yourself, like, take a deep breath and like in those moments, be like, breathe breathe then your like heart rate comes down and then you do you guys do you guys like when you're in a game and you're and you look back on the game and you're like wow I scored two goals I did really good that game in that in the moment of the game are you like I'm doing good or do you like not know 
I know when I'm doing bad more than I know I'm doing good. Yeah, I I think that too. But I also think like I can feel when I'm really impacting a game. Like you can feel when you're like, you know, when you like do some days you like do stuff and it always just goes your way and you're like, yeah. oh, this is so easy. Like I'm just flying today. Like not so much doing well. It's just like today's easy. Like it's I'm just like, easy. I could run yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're in the zone, like, and yeah. you can like see things like a little bit slower and you're just like, oh, I know she's going to pass it here. And blah, 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 blah. I, yeah. I always know that because I'm like having the time of my life. I'm just like laughing and like, it's like pinging the, the ball around, getting the balls back. Like I it always is- know because I'll just be like, yes, this is so good. I'm having so much fun. And then God, when you do bad, it's just like, you're like, wow, I'm exhausted. This is so hard. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Cause when you do feel like you're doing well, you you are laughing. Like, even if you have a shit pass, yeah. you just laugh it off and you're like, sorry. And then yeah. when you're doing bad and you have a shit pass, you're like, oh my God, my life is over. Yeah. Like, I, get me off I the know. field. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm, Lynn, I remember in those Columbia games, remember when you gave me a perfect cross and I headed it off the post and there was yeah. nobody around me. Yeah. But I like laughed <laughs> and it was so such, I mean, obviously like I'm playing for the national team. I would never, ever laugh about missing a goal. But in that moment, instead of being like, oh my God, my life is over. I was kind of like loose and I was just like, oh my God, Sam, come on. I remember doing good. Yeah, I remember looking at you and being like, because it it was wide open and I was like, oh, this, I'm going to get an assist. She's going to get a goal. This is going to be amazing. Dink. And I was, what? What?" But it was, but we were, we were both having a good game. So I think I was just like, huh? The post got away. It happened. It happened. No, that's like at the FA Cup final. Like everyone's like, "Oh my god, you scored two goals!" I'm like, "I had the worst game." (laughs) But like the life of a striker is just like you do one thing and that can like change the game. And me, Chris, were actually talking about yesterday because there's like this photo of me and it looks like I'm like after the goal I scored in extra time. It looks like I'm like, oh, I'm a bowler. Like I did that, but I said to Christy, I was just like, thanks. God. <laughs> like thank like I was like and then I like ran to the side and everyone was like you like didn't celebrate I was like yeah because I was just like oh god thank god like that's over like I can just like I just like got everyone in and I was like we just need to defend yeah like there's, there's no more of that and everyone's like would you have taken a penalty I was like that's why I scored because there's no way I was <laughs> no. Going to take. No, no, no. like you know what I mean like you know when you're having those days and like in the FA Cup final I was just like having a day where like I mean, Alex Greenwood, like, defended, like, a boss that day. She was, like, up she me, did. like, Alana played well, too. Like, it wasn't all bad, but it was just, like, for a striker, it wasn't a great day. Like, so I was just, like, oh, like I've just got to do what i got to do. And it was, like, get me off the pitch. Like, I wasn't, yeah. like, oh, I'm having so much fun at this FA Cup final. Like, I was, like, this is not great. Yeah, yeah it was, like, a work day. And then you're, like, all yeah. right, we did the job. <laughs> I got to go. go home. <laughs> um. So now that you have some time off, like, do you have anything coming up? Anything you're looking forward to? Time off, honestly. That's it. Like, everyone's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, just hang out. Like, I haven't been home in two years, well, two and a half years now. So um, I'm spending some time with Christy now, and then I'm going to go home for like five weeks. So I haven't been home. I I haven't seen my dog. I haven't seen my friends. So I'm just like ready to get home and just chill. Are you Nothing. so excited? I'm like excited for you. I know it. I'm excited, but it just sucks. It's like the winter time there, so I feel like that's that why true. I wanted to come to America because I'm like, see Christy, have some sun, um, and then yeah. But it, I mean, winter in Australia is like 
me and Christy were looking at like 55. It's not too bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Sam, can you, I guess this is going to be a little bit of a real section. Can you just, we just wanted to ask about like when you couldn't see your family for so long because COVID, you were obviously in London, I think by yourself for like a, a stint of time and like just how that was for you kind of dealing. I mean, obviously everybody's probably sick of talking about COVID, but I think you had kind of like a unique experience. Yeah. So COVID hit like right as I got to Chelsea. So it was like super, like now it's like funny to look back on, I guess, but like I was in like lockdown for like 10 months and I had just moved to a new club. So I like didn't get the opportunity to like make new friends or like I'm really sociable. So like, it was like really hard. Um, but yeah, I was, I was there for two years without seeing my family. So I didn't see my family. Like my mum and dad just came like a month ago to, for the first time. Um, so I didn't see anyone. Um, but yeah, it was tough. Like we like thought we we're going to go into lockdown for like a week, like everyone else, you know, we bought like puzzles and like all that stuff. And then like, it was like two years later and we're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it was tough, but like, I kind of just like focused on football at the time. Like I was going through a bit of a rough patch, like playing wise at the start. So like I just like raged through like football at the time. And then once it slowly opened up, like that's when I met Christy and it was just like so many things were going well at the same time as like being locked up. So I just, you just like make do with it. Although like once it got closer, it started to get tougher. Yeah. And can you talk about like going to Australia with the national team and then also not being able to see your family like was that more was that harder than being locked down in Europe yeah so that was really tough because like obviously we went to Sydney and like a lot of the girls families were there so I felt really bad for them because like their families were like 20 minutes away so at least my family was like a five-hour flight away um but like I think like the next camp they were allowed to see their families and stuff and that was tough because like obviously I want them to see them and I was like I know all their families so I was like excited for them but like most of us girls uh most of our girls are from like Sydney Melbourne or Brisbane who weren't locked down so my family is literally the only family like not there (laughs) um but it was fine like we actually played you guys so like Christy was there which was nice um and yeah just yeah I think it was harder for my family like my sister had two kids so she like wanted me to meet them, which is like, you know, um, tough, but now I've met them and yeah, yeah. turning a corner. Auntie Sammy. Yeah. Auntie Sammy. I'm the godson. Oh, godmother. No, he's my godson. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and then, so, so everybody just came to London and did like, what did you guys do? Was it fun? Um, well, <laughs> No, I haven't seen, well, I've seen my sister, but everyone came, oh. my mum and dad came to London with my nan. Oh, okay. Um, and then they came for like two weeks and then they came back to, we played, uh, who did we play in New Zealand? And my sister came over and I got to meet her little boys. Um, and yeah, that was awesome. It's Wait, just so different she, with kids, you know? She's had two kids since you've seen her? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 16 months apart so I've seen Sunny I met Sunny when he was like three days old mm. and then I left and then COVID hit it is so crazy Dang. I that's like my sister had a little girl she's three now and to know that Marley has like never met her is like wild to my mind 
so to to think of like having a sister and never meeting like if I had yeah. never met yeah I don't know it's just weird it's crazy it's crazy that yeah, like it, the world has stopped like that kind of but not at the same time yeah no it definitely hasn't like even when I seen my nan I was like oh my nan's really got like older like you know like two years and an older person is like a lot of time so like I think for those things like I can talk to my mom I can talk to my dad on FaceTime but like I think it's hard when like you can't talk to like your nephews you can't talk to your nieces you can't like your nan's not jumping on FaceTime every day um and then like your dog like you can't like things that you like can't like replace it's just hard but like I mean everyone I'm lucky I had like an amazing job and like they were supported from afar but it was just like you know yeah I think it sounds like you had like a uniquely difficult and long time with not seeing your family it sounds like that was a lot yeah well my state was like so strict yeah yeah and um, I did the two weeks quarantine one time and I was like never again is oh, yeah is there anything when you go back home that you're look, looking forward to that you miss <laughs> sorry <laughs> my dog is like the one thing honestly okay when when like, do you go home like in how many weeks uh go home next Wednesday so like 10 days oh nice okay yeah so I see two of one more on Chrissy's game after this weekend. Oh, she's okay. gonna be sad. Oh, and you get and to being, go see your dog. I know she's she's like eight now. She's old, so like a dog's years are like precious, you know. Madness. I know. Oh, what kind man. of dog? What kind of dog? She's a she's a boxer. Oh, uh, hello. Um, Her and Sam. Finn would get on. Oh, would they? They'd just be barking up a storm. um sam do you want to talk about your books yeah let's do it well i was hoping you would do it (laughs) um yeah okay i'll tell you guys about it it's um like a book series actually and it's like it's like a loose autobiography for like children i just thought it would be like cool like when i was a kid like you know i i hated reading books but like i would have read like a book about like my favorite athlete but like there was like autobiographies that were like way beyond my like reading abilities. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like it's pretty much like it's a loose autobiography like from when I started playing like when I was a kid, and it's going to lead all the way up to the World Cup next year. Oh, um, cool! Like so the, cool. The, the, the final series, and like it's actually doing really well because like there's not anything like it in Australia like that, other than Tim Cahill, who's a male um, football player. So, yeah, it's really cool. And, like, honestly, I've had, like, a really cool experience with it because I feel like since I did it, I've, like, realised how many kids actually enjoy reading and, like, maybe they're not, like, fully into sport, but they, like, know who I am, watch the Matildas, like, want to know more about it, but, like, reading's their thing. So Mm, it's been, like, really... Yeah, it's been, like, really, really cool. And, like, it's been, like, a fun process too because, like, I've got to share parts of my life and my, like, upbringing um with people that like maybe you don't talk about in an interview or like the standard like football interview yeah, so yeah. it's been fun that's Wait, awesome were the matildas like the the team that like all little girls looked up to when when you were growing up or because i feel like i could be totally wrong but i i feel like soccer isn't like the biggest sport there in australia no. so like how how? Well, it's not, but like in, <laughs> I never knew, even knew who the Matildas were like until like later on in life. 
and like now it's like completely changed like now everyone knows who the Matildas are but like we didn't necessarily have like you guys have like the 99ers we had like the Matildas but it what it had like no traction mm. um so like now it's like cool to like I feel like we're kind of the first like generation of like players that like people know we're like the Matildas are like a household name now you know yeah um and I just kind of fell into the Matildas like I would have never like I didn't want to play I, I watch AFL and if you're from the east coast you watch rugby so like female wise now I think like the Matildas are definitely the number one team in Australia which has like yeah. been cool to be a part of so then how did but, you get into soccer you gotta read the book, Lynn. Like, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh, I love that. So, Sam, where do we where do we get the books? How do how do how do people buy them? Um, they're online, but like in Australia, they're all in bookstores. But like, they're def- they're online. Um, I don't know about the US actually. I don't know the exact. Can we look on your that. Instagram? Yeah, yeah, you can look on my Instagram. All um, right, everybody. But- <laughs> if you want to know how she got into soccer, she won't tell us. <laughs> That's not yeah. sna- that's not snacks material. That is in her book, so we gotta go buy the books. I'll tell you on the off the call. Don't want to ruin okay. the bookstore. No, anyway. no, no, no. That's fair. Fair enough. Good businesswoman. Um, okay, Lynn, should we move on? Move on to our favorite part of the podcast, where we just pepper each other with random questions. Yes. Okay. okay. Sam, tell us about your Chipotle order. Tell us, please. Please tell us. And the specifics. Oh, I love it's different I if, I, if I sit in or sit out, take away, they're different. So if I'm at Chipotle, I get the hard tacos. Yep. Okay. Uh, brown rice, chicken, guac, lettuce, mild, like the tomato. Pico de gallo. Yeah, that cheese. And that's it. No peppers, no beans. Okay. Not a guac girl either. No, she goes. Yeah, yeah, guac. Oh, yeah, sorry. Guac. Come on, Lynn. Yeah. Sorry, I was the order. sorry, I was too focused on saying thing. pico de gallo. <laughs> the most important thing is the salad dressing. Like I have fits about the salad dressing. Lynn, she literally, <laughs> she would like order Chipotle when we were home, and like the salad dressing wouldn't come. So like her and Christy are getting on the phone with the Chipotle. Like we're ordering through DoorDash. Christy's calling the local Chipotle. I just missed a DoorDash order and like, can you please put extra salad dressing in the order, please? It's for Christy. The salad dressing wouldn't come. Sam would leave in the car and go to Chipotle and get salad dressing. Like it was the most important part of being home was the most Chipotle import, salad yeah. dressing. Silly girl. So, okay, Remember when we went to Chipotle, Sam, and we yes. had we had a nightmare. We were we had just worked out at like an indoor facility, and we were driving to Sam was going to meet my parents, so we were driving to my parents' house after our workout. But we were gonna pick up Chipotle for everybody on the way, so we could eat lunch together. I DoorDash pick up Chipotle. We I order it to the wrong Chipotle. Okay, so we stop at the one near my parents' house. It's not there. <laughs> So we okay. have to drive to the other one. The Chipotle is closing because this was like during like that frenzied time where like everybody got COVID. So I think they didn't like have enough employees and we're sitting there. Have Now this has been like an hour long debacle of like figuring this out and driving to the new Chipotle and they don't have our food. So we went through the drive through and they just handed us all the leftover random orders that they hadn't given away yet. So we <laughs> took home 
like a burrito bowl for Ashley and like a salad for Benjamin. And we just like sat at my parents' table and like all shared other people's meals. It was so strange. <laughs> and it was like Sam's first time meeting them. And my dad is like digging through somebody else's. Life. It was so <laughs> weird. It was literally With no so salad weird. dressing. With no salad dressing. It's tough. That's a tough time. Yeah. It was weird. Okay. What is your favorite thing about Christy? Um, oh, no. You can't ask me. This <laughs> She's getting nervous. Um, no, I, I, my favorite thing about her is, like, how much fun we have together. Like, we literally just, like, the biggest group goals and we just, like, have the most fun ever. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. That What's was your fa- cute. What's your favorite thing about Sam? Uh, her and Christy's dynamic in front of me is just like hilarious. They're like the same person mixed. The same person mixed. I know. And we like dog. kind of really are. And my dog. That can be your favorite thing about me. I take that. He's my favorite thing about me too. <laughs> What's your favorite American city? Ooh. Uh... I really loved Chicago, honestly. I thought Chicago's it was such awesome. a cool city. Yeah, yeah, I really, I lived in the West Loop and like it was just amazing. Mm. Okay. What's your favorite European city? Uh, London, for sure. I love London. London. Okay. How would you describe your style? <laughs> Did you ask Christy this? Yeah, she, I was going to say, always... does Christy attack you about your style? Um, what does Christy say? Sporty tomboy. That's what she says. Uh, yeah. So that's what, yeah. Sporty I love tomboy. That. I love okay. that. We like Me ask too. everybody about their style. I feel like it's become kind of like a fashion, just a fashion, fashion podcast, you know. Yeah. With, with me as the star. <laughs> <laughs> so did you tax me about my clothes, hair, skin. Yeah, everything same. lips my chaps eyebrows lips, my eyebrows <laughs> my what else is there my sneezes same. I attack her too about her like skincare routine like I'm like can you not do that skincare routine because like we can't do like anything like loving after it because you have like acid on your face and I'm like <laughs> smelling it <laughs> I'm like tell me when you're doing that it's like infuriating Skincare is gotta look in the way good. Of her personal life. Uh, um, Not me. Actually, I have been doing my skincare. Yeah, I was on the it... road. Are you? Were you gonna ask me how it's going? Yeah. How's it going? Oh, good. I've been on the road, so I didn't have all my products. But and I have noticed a d- decrease, as you can see with my puffy eyes today. But I am like recommitting, and I do think that I'm going to see an improvement. I do. Well, what were you doing on the road? Just blue, drunk elephant. Were you washing your face? Sam, do you, Sam, Sam May, do you wash your face? Yes, I do. Yes, I use like face wash and stuff. And then Chrissy's got me onto these like at-home chemical peels, like Dr. Dennis. Have you ever, she's like, I don't do that. But um, Sam, Sam June doesn't wash her face. I do. I do wash my face. Don't make me sound like a zoo animal. What do you mean? Like you don't like have face wash in the shower? Like I do or... here, but I forgot it on the trip. So what? But is, I don't. Like... I go like this in the shower. 
Like, I don't with, just, like, not wash my face. I just, like, like, forgot face wash. She's like, so <laughs> I mean, Lynn, your skin is, like, glowing. So, like, give us your, like, face routine. Uh, okay. I wash my face with Zio skincare. And then I put lotion on in the morning. Or if I'm going outside, I put vitamin C and then lotion and then sunscreen. And then at nighttime, I wash my face and then put lotion on. So lotion and wash. Are you looking at Sam June or Sam? I'm looking at SJ, not SM. Oh, my God. But it's SJ and SK. Okay. And I'm also SM. Yeah. Well, she's S- oh, this is confusing. All right, let's move on. Um, SM, the SMK. Can you can you rate your body slam on that guy that ran onto the pitch <laughs> for us? <laughs> Look, at the time I was like, get off the pitch. Like it was like annoying. But then like after I thought about it, I was like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Like he might have like hurt me and like we were in the middle of an important game. But like it was like a nine. And she'd do it again. So don't yeah. run onto the pitch. Oh, man. Uh, Sam, I hate to ask, but the fans want to know, would you ever come back to the NWSL? Yeah, Sorry. I for sure would. I mean, I haven't won anything here. So, like, I would like to come back and win the NWSL, like, the championship or, like, the newly challenged cup. Well, unless you, come, unless you come to the KC Current, you're not winning. Yeah, wherever I um, wherever I go, I want it to be like hot and beachy though. Like after living in like London, where yeah. it's like condensed, like lots of buildings. Like I don't see myself living in like the middle of America. Well, you yeah. just set off bells for anybody, any coastal teams with beaches. People are going to be attacking you. Yeah, well, I've got like two and a half years left on my contract, so like people might have like forgotten about me by then. Well, I doubt that, but so, yeah, we, same. we do know it's a ways away. Um, okay. This is oh, yeah. Okay. She's trying to steal Sorry. my thunder. <laughs> as always. Now, you know, we had to bring back the fan questions. Don't forget, if you want to send us a question, tweet us with the hashtag AskSnacks. So, Sam, Blue Rogan asks Snacks, if you could give up one household chore for the rest of your life, which chore would you give up? Washing clothes. Oh my god! Same, same. <laughs> like I just got a Dyson, so like I love vacuuming. I'll vacuum. I'll oh, vacuum oh the Dyson. Like, Dyson's are so good, but like back, like washing clothes is just like just oh, putting them do, away. I'll do the laundry, but you know what? I I'm so. Oh, is it Christy? Oh Hello. Hi, Christy. How's that going? Okay, it's, it's still going. <laughs> Hello! It's going so good! I have headphones in. I'll see you when you get home. How are the snacks? They're good. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, I was going to say, I'll do the laundry, but I don't want to have to wipe down, like, the counters and the crevices in the bathroom and, like, get all the stains and the crumbs and the hairs. Like, I'm done with that. 
Yeah, I I just moved house and like that was like a nightmare. Like yeah, moving. I just feel like when I'm in that mode, I'm like I don't care. Like I'm gonna get everything. But clothes, it's just like you always have to do them. Mm-hmm. I I always have to put them away. I hate doing that. That's mm-hmm. Marley's job. He does the clothes. And I would, I would rather wipe something down because then I'm like, it's clean. It's like how I want it to be cleaned. And I know I'm not living gross. In filth. Like in I filth. do. Yeah, I didn't mind wiping friend. down a bench. That's for sure. My filthy well, friend. Yeah, that's, that's me. Okay, last question, Sam. What game other than soccer do you get way too competitive at? Uh, AF, well, Aussie rules, but like, I actually get way too like me and Christy always play two touch, and like I I like can't juggling. Really, yeah, but like your sister's like the biggest cheat in the world, so like she like volleys <laughs> it at me. But like when I whenever I play two touch with anyone, I just like can't. I just love two touch. It's just like so. I guess it's not a game. I guess it is, but it's like I don't know. I just love it. It's just yeah. So me and Lynn have like a kind of a similar two touch game that Tobin actually taught us that has like a bounce and like a one touch section. And then you move back and you make the distance longer and it's like a pattern mm. and it's, we did it during quarantine and it was actually really fun. Okay. might have to share it with me. I love, I love two touch. It's, yeah. It's, we'll, we'll share it with you next time. We're all training together. What, um, yeah. SJM. What about you? Well, I was going to, it's not a game, but I get so upset when Finn loves Pat more than me. <laughs> you know what you and Pat should do? Have you seen that? Like, I don't have TikTok, but I've seen it on Justin Bieber's Instagram where you like have the treat and the dog sits in the middle and then you run mm. the opposite way. Yeah, we mm. actually did it. Lynn recorded it for us and <laughs> we should post it because it was actually really funny. He came with me, but it was like, I don't know if he really like knew what was happening. Well, I think you like <laughs> got, you got his attention first and yeah. then you were like, come. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. But you just need to, like, run. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that again. That was funny. Lynn, what's your – what are you too competitive at? I don't even know. Everything. Mm. Literally all competitive things. I just can't lose. Yeah. You know what's always – my family. Oh, go ahead. Go, go, go. Okay, I'll go. No. I was going to say (laughs) – I love doing, which is, like, so – I don't know why this is fun to me, but like arguing with my nieces and nephews, they're like young and like playing things with them and like refusing to let them win. That is like real, a real big confidence boost right there, girls. (laughs) Okay, Lynn, you do do that. Fight with five-year-olds. And when? He's he's eight. Okay. (laughs) I also love like throwing stuff in like a tiny, like in a coffee cup, like further away, like having a piece of rubbish and like trying to like put it in the cup is like I think that comes from like being stuck in hotels all the time mm-hmm. like you know when you get the water bottles and you're like in the yep. bin <laughs> and it becomes like competitive I love that game oh nice well Sam this was amazing thank you so much for being on I feel like we like this is just a, a friendly Chat. catch-up I know being recorded I know for posterity really? the snacks the first time snacks has shown up I was, I was mad at snacks for a while then. Yeah, she was. Okay, well, be mad at the SJM <laughs> part of snacks because she had your numbers. Okay, everybody. Be Sam. mad at the banana, <laughs> not the orange. 
I'm Sam Kerr, and this is the Snacks Podcast on Just Women Sports. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis. You've been listening to Snacks.